My brand voice guide is my business's North Star when it comes to keeping all my business content and marketing content clear, consistent, and inviting. That's why I created the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner, which is a free resource to help your business experience the same as mine. So all you have to do is plug in your business details into the given outline that I've created that has all the essential components of a brand voice guide. So you don't even have to pay to get it created like I did. You can plug in your information and you'll be well on your way to having a cohesive voice across all brand assets. And I've even shared my own brand voice guide with you so you can use it as a reference as you craft your own. It's like having a mentor right by your side. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide to grab your copy of the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner. And I can promise you, you're going to elevate your brand instantly. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide. Well, hey there. Welcome back to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Porterfield, and I'm so very glad that you tuned in today. I've got a really fun guest on the show. She's known as Fit Rocker Chick, and she's all about the rock and roll, but so much more. And I'll let Erin share her story with you in just a minute. But to give you a little context, Erin created a membership site about a year ago and has since launched a physical product, a skincare line. And if you ask Erin, she'll tell you that the members inside of her membership experience helped her get this product up and running. So she's got a really great story and you're going to love to hear the alignment between the membership experience and her physical product. And to give you a little hint, this physical product sold like hotcakes. We're talking about sold out in a matter of hours the first time she launched it. So I can't wait for you to hear that story. So the crazy thing is, and I mean crazy coming from me being the planner that I am, the crazy thing is that Erin started the membership in a place that she wasn't really sure what it would look like. She didn't have a week-by-week plan. She didn't have what Stu McLaren calls the success path. She just wanted to help her community. And she knew there was a need. She just didn't know what it would look like. So wait till you hear her story of launching without really knowing where she was going with it. I mean, I love a girl that can take a risk. And that is definitely Erin. So Erin and I are going to talk about the membership site and her physical product and really how she's connected with her audience and how she's been able to be flexible and fluid as she's created her membership and her product. Now, Erin and I go way back because we were in a mastermind together and that's where I first met her. And she's got this amazing voice. If you follow her on Instagram, she's fit rocker chick. Sometimes she will grace us with her guitar and a song and you're going to love every minute of it. Wait till you hear her do a cover of Stevie Nicks. I mean, I, I can't even go there. She's she's brilliant. But she's got so much to share, and I want you to hear her story. So we're going to get into that in just a minute. But before we do, as always, I've got a listener shout out. This one comes from Jennifer, the Guava Project. And this is what she wrote. 
I've been listening to Amy's podcast since the very beginning. I always look forward to Thursdays because I know another great piece of content just dropped into my podcast library. Amy's approach is always the right combination of practical and inspirational. Plus, she truly makes me feel like we're sitting at a cafe enjoying a cup of bulletproof coffee. Thank you for all you do for your students, Amy. Sincerely, Jennifer at The Guava Project. Jennifer, you just made my day. That's exactly how I want this podcast to feel. It's just me and you sitting at a cafe and just chatting about all things business and life. That is like exactly what I want. So thank you for the kind words. It means more to me than I can ever express. Okay, so now let's jump to it. We're going to get right into my chat with Aaron. Aaron, welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here. Oh my gosh. I am so excited to talk to you. I woke up early. I did all the things. Like I was like, I have to have my, I have to be on my A game right now for Amy. I have no doubt you will be. Listen, I said this in the intro, but I really do think you're one of the coolest chicks I've ever met. Um, way cooler than I am. So with that, that, seriously. So I am excited to have you on the show because you just have something special about you that I want my audience to know who you are, how you do business, the cool things that you've created over the last year or so. So this is going to be one of my favorite episodes. I just know it. So tell my listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, first of all, thank you for that intro. I am I am honored that you would call me one of the coolest chicks that Truly. you know. Truly. Uh, <laughs> um, so my name is Erin Mullen Sanderson. I am Fit Rocker Chick in social media. That's my website. I've been a touring musician my entire life. Toured the country, played with acts like Evanescence and Hailstorm and Skillet. And as a songwriter, I've had songs featured on Keeping Up with the Kardashians and Fuse TV and all kinds of different really, really cool things. But I found that life on the road wasn't for me. I'm kind of a homebody, love my hunky hubs. And my passion is really helping people to take the stage in their own life and to treat every day in their life as an opportunity to live it bigger and badder and to really become the badass of their own life and to leave the crowd wanting more of them. So I'm the creator of the She's a Rock Chick Girl Gang, and I'm also the creator of Skin, which is a non-toxic oil-based skincare line. Okay. So I told you guys, very cool. I mean, when she can... (laughs) Talk about the Kardashians as well as building this huge business she has. That is cool. So with all of this, you know, when we first talked about you coming on the show, I wanted to talk about skin and I want to talk about how that came about and what it looks like and the success you've had. But interestingly enough, when Jill, my content manager, interviewed you, she realized, and I didn't even get the connection until I started to go over all the notes, that there is this perfect alignment between your membership experience and your physical product line. Mm. And so because of that, I thought, this is interesting. I don't know anybody else doing it like this. So we're going to talk about both. Are you good with that? Absolutely. Okay. So we've got a lot of listeners that either have memberships or are thinking about creating one. And I love your story because when you launched your membership, you had an idea of what it would look like, but you definitely didn't have it all figured out. You knew there was a need in your community and you move forward even without total clarity, which even when I say that makes my stomach tighten because I'm a planner. 
So I like to learn from people that move forward even when they don't have it all figured out. So first, talk with me about how you decided to do your membership. I remember the day well, so let's talk about that. Yeah, I was just going to say, well, you were there. Um, so yeah, I, there was this void in my with my audience. You know, they didn't have a way to work with me that they really wanted. Um, I had, I had run courses in the past and done things in the past, but there had always been this void that if I had to put a name on it, it was kind of lifestyle ish. But I'm I'm not a lifestyle blogger. I, I'm not what I would consider, you know, a traditional influencer. So I was like, I don't really know what to do with this. So. I decided to ask our our inner circle membership group or not membership group but mastermind group what what do you guys think? Here's my idea. I said I have an idea. I would love to bring together just a group of women that want to better themselves. They want to be more confident and I don't know what it looks like. I don't know if it's makeup, if it's hair, if it's really talking about confidence. I don't I don't know if it's fashion. I don't know I don't know what this is, but I know there's a void in my audience. And it was unanimous within everyone in the mastermind group. It was like, why haven't you done this already? And yep. I was like, because I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is. And so I just decided I am not a planner. I know you're going to find that shocking. <laughs> I am not a planner. Um, I like to fly by the seat of my pants. And so that was perfect for me. So uh, about two nights later, I sent out an email to my list and, and I did narrow the list pretty well. I was looking for a hundred women to beta test this thing that I had no idea what it would be. And here's what my email said. I can remember it almost verbatim. So good. It was like, Hey guys, I have this idea. I think I'd like to create a membership group. I don't know what it's going to be. I'm looking for a hundred women who will help me kind of figure out what this membership could be. Some ideas that I have are, you know, lifestyle, fashion, talking about confidence, makeup, things like that. If that's something that you're into, here's the link to join. Okay. That was it. I was like, I don't know what this is. I would like your help. And I believe, and numbers aren't my strong suit, but I believe within 48 hours, we had our hundred women. Okay. So question for you, did they get to come in for free? No, they came in some of them for free. I think there were like five that we wanted in the group that had been with me a long time. We were like, please come in the group just because we knew that the temperature was going to be good. Smart. And yeah, we wanted some strong personalities who would set the tone a little bit. And then everyone else paid. Okay. And how much did they pay? I believe it was $9. Got it. So nine, $9 in the very beginning, nine bucks for monthly. That's what they would be paying monthly. Where did you come up with this number of nine? Why wasn't it 10 or why wasn't it 12? What is the nine? (laughs) (laughs) It was, you know, my team and I were like, what would, if, if someone was saying, we want you to come in and kind of help us figure this out, it wasn't a guarantee of what it was going to be. What would we feel comfortable paying? And I would pay it lots, but the people on on my team were like, you know, I think after the $10 mark, people are going to get hesitant. So we went with nine and then a month later, then it started going up in price. What is it now? Right now you can join for a year for two ninety seven. Got it. And do they pay monthly though? Can they pay monthly? They do have a monthly option. Um, We used to do a a three month option, but now we just do monthly. Got it. Got it. Okay. So I love that you made it incredibly affordable and you didn't have it all figured out. And you sent out an email, you got your hundred people 
And then you are off to the races. Still not really <laughs> sure what this was going to be about. No and idea. that's incredible. I also love, wait, I got to take a moment to really make sure my listeners hear this. Guys, because Erin has focused on building her email list, because that's something that she actually was intentional about she was able to come up with an idea, not have it totally all figured out, but know the direction she wanted to go with it, a membership. So she was able to just send one email out, get a hundred people into a beta that actually paid. So they took out their credit cards and then she got to run with it. That's the power of an email list because she didn't even have to post on social. She had a ready-made audience that was like, yeah, we're interested in this. We, we want to know more. So there is so much power in an email list, especially if you just want to experiment with something. So I wanted to make that really known. Yeah. And, and that actually took the pressure off me because I thought I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with these people. I don't know what this is. I don't know what it's going to be. I want their help figuring it out. So I got the right people who were excited to help me figure it out. Got it. And you had a few thousand people on your list. And one thing I want to point out is that in the past, you've been known for something different in the health sector. And now you've made this transition. And a lot of people that are listening now, they want to make a transition and be known for something. And and I always talk about back in the day, I was known for Facebook. And then over the years, I have been known for list building and course creation and webinars. And so the fact that you made this pivot and you were still able to grow your email list and segment it, I think that's just so very cool that you stuck with it. You're talking to your specific audience about this. So that email went out to a few thousand, right? Yes. Okay, cool. So the fact that you were able to do that, send one email, get people into your membership, find the audience that was going to be right for this, all the stuff we talk about. So, so very cool. All right. So since you weren't completely clear about what the content would be week by week, how did you decide on the content? Like, how did you figure out what you were going to do week by week if you didn't have it planned? This planner here on this other side of the mic is like so confused right now. Like, I don't understand how you move forward if you don't have a plan. Yeah. Teach Um, me. They they helped me. I would say every week I would poll them and I'd say, what would you like to talk about this week? What would you like to learn from me this week? And I'd give them some options because I was curious. Like, did they want to learn from me the things that I had already talked about in some way, shape or form, maybe on, you know, a YouTube video or something like that? Or was there totally different information I had not considered yet that people were wanting to learn from me? So I would ask them every week and poll them and they would tell me and I would create content around that. Perfect. So now I want to get a little specific about your membership experience. What exactly do you do in there? Okay. Well, now it's robust. Okay. (laughs) It started as I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And now it's like this thing. So really the basis of She's a Rock Chick is about confidence. That is what every week when I would poll them, it really boiled down to how do I live a life authentically myself and not try to meet other people's expectations, not be limited by what I think I need to do or be limited by what I think I should have accomplished by now, you know, and, and all these limiting beliefs, they really wanted to step into that version of themselves that they dream about. And we all have that woman. We all have that woman. I say it's becoming her 
becoming that woman you want to be. You want to have her temperament. You want to have, you want to be that cool, calm and collected in those situations. And it really became about that. So I go live in my community every other week. We also bring in a heavyweight guest expert once a month to speak to the group. They get pre-access to everything. So when I launched my skincare line, they got that first. Any product that I launch, any new thing that I'm doing, they get access to it long before anybody else ever does. We also do a playlist every quarter. I do a favorite things, which is really, really cool. It's kind of like Oprah's favorite things, yeah. except for I'm not Oprah. You know, I I'm not Oprah. So favorite it's- <laughs> things. <laughs> it's not quite as cool as Oprah, but I do that every quarter. And then every single month they get a set list, which is like my pride and joy. So like I said at the beginning, my it's my mission to just live every single day as if I am rocking the stage of my own life. And I am. And so every month they get a set list, which is 10 things that I want them to focus on doing that month that's going to, if they do those things at the end of the month, they're going to be able to say, damn, I really lived. I lived this month. Like Like, I didn't- What's an example? This month, the first thing is to reach out to someone who can help you get closer to one of your goals. The second thing is to read your vision for your life out loud to someone else. Like the third thing I think is to go see a live band play. The fourth thing is to wear your brightest shade of lipstick for no good reason. And I give them like 10 different things and they're different all the time. And they're typically things that I did just three months prior. Okay. That's what I call the 10% edge guys. When I talk about you just need to be 10% ahead of who you're teaching so that you've gone before them. I love that you just said that. Yeah, because, you know, it's just, what did I do in the last few months that made me feel alive? And and then I give them those things. Okay, so I did not know that your membership experience had such a big focus on confidence and being your mm. best self, because I know you talk about skincare and makeup and style and jewelry, and I knew you got into all of that. But there is such a bigger mission here. Looking at the notes, I know that you had mentioned some of the women have made some pretty major moves in their lives because of this group. Tell me a lot. Tell me about that. It's amazing what happens when you get around a group of people who get you and who you don't have to have a, you don't have to put a special facade on for. Like you can just come as you are and there's no judgment. So we've had women travel abroad to a different country by themselves. We've had women quit their job and really start that dream gig that they've always wanted. One of them is acting. She's starting to act again. We've had people start nonprofits. We've had women who have wanted to start a podcast for years and years and years finally start it. We've had women who have wanted to help the homeless in their area finally do it. We've had women who have gone in finally asked for promotions and they got it. We've had women who have gotten out of toxic relationships and started new beautiful ones. And it's amazing, Amy. Mm. It's amazing. I would have never guessed this all would have happened based on that one little hot seat that you had. No, no. I was Uh. like, people just want to know how my hair is. Yes. I remember (laughs) like people want to see the outfit I'm wearing today and how I put it together. Like that's how this conversation started guys. And now she's like, um, people are getting out of toxic relationships and finding their love. Like, come on. They've paid off all their debt. You know, they quit jobs that were sucking the life out of them and, and had the courage to apply for new ones and got them and they're doing what they love. And the thing is, though, what we found or what I found through polling them every single week 
was they did want to know about my outfits and that my hair and my makeup and those types of things. But they wanted to know at the root of that, why I could wear those things and do those things and not be worried about what people were thinking. That was what was at the root of it. Like they wanted to know the outfits, but there was a deeper reason why. And there's this idea of you were giving them permission that they didn't even know that they needed. Exactly. I couldn't set a better myself. That. Yes. And that is really, really big. So I love that. So you finally, through trial and error, and really more importantly, through asking these 100 beta testers what they wanted, you came down to your framework. So just to be really clear, guys, her framework is this monthly set list, which I love that um, She's a Rock Chick has it's so you in your personality. Like, this is what I love. Like, can you guys imagine me having a set list? Like that would not work. But that's another thing. I have a question to ask you after I go through what this at a glance of your membership looks like that has to do with you and your personality. But she's got her set list, which is doing things you maybe never even thought about doing to, to really find yourself. Live cocktail hours. Love that. So it says twice yes. a month, you'll get together and chat all things rock chick. That's fun. Dreams and yes. goals and all of that. So is that your live that you do? Yes. And we'll do I let them vote. You know, they can choose a coffee hour and we can get together for coffee in the morning or we can do cocktail hour, which I love um, because everybody's <laughs> a little looser, a little bit more you know, yes. fun, um, in the evening for cocktail hour. Yeah. And there's there's nothing that's off limits. They can ask me anything. We can talk about anything. And I always tell them that if they came somewhere to be coddled, <laughs> they yes. came to the wrong place. They so. came to the wrong girl because I will, I will call them out in a hot second, but only because I care. That's it. Because if I didn't care, I'd roll my eyes and move on. Yes. You know, it's only because I actually really care. So two questions there. You, you do these live cocktail hours or coffee and I'm guessing like you really show up with your tequila. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> so she's a tequila girl. And, um, you have these funny rules around cause I watch you on Insta yeah. stories. Wait, what's the rule with the tequila? I have beverage boundaries, beverage, beverage boundaries. boundaries. Yes. Well, like I said, I'm fly by the seat of my pants. So I, I need rules within myself to keep myself safe. So, yes. so yeah, so I can only have, I only let myself have tequila on either Friday or Saturday or like Friday or Sunday, like two days of the week. <laughs> Because it gets too fun. And then I'm like, wrap it up, sister. Wrap it up. Lock (laughs) it down. I think it's so good. I love, love, love it. Um, Okay. And when you do these lives, we like to get like specific about the, what it looks like. Are these just, you're on Facebook live and people are putting comments below your video? It used to be when everyone was in like the Facebook group, but now it's grown so that not everyone is in the Facebook group. So now I do it on Zoom. So a little bit of both. So it can be me on video with comments below and we've done it a few different times where other people are on too, so I can see them. Oh, so sometimes you do it and then they get to talk to you. Yeah. Okay. That's really cool. So you've got these live cocktail hours. You have your playlist, super fun. Of course, it's a supportive community. Everybody's helping everybody and encouraging everyone. First access to new releases, and we're going to get into your physical product soon and talk about that, and then guest experts. So my question yeah. to you is, I look at this, and my I'm wondering, how does it feel to you now that you've got the framework, you asked the questions, they told you what they wanted. Now you literally have a schedule and for a planner to have this plan, how does this whole thing feel to you as the membership owner? 
It feels like the easiest thing I've ever done in my life. Ding, 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 ding. I didn't know she was going to say that, but that's so perfect. That's what I want it to feel like when I launched my membership, that it's easy. How do you think you got there, that it just feels easy? You know, I don't know. I I mean, I just, I think it has a lot to do with being authentic from the get-go and saying, look, I don't know. I have an idea of kind of the direction I want this to go, but I was pretty fluid in that I was open to um, changing Mm-hmm. what I thought it was going to be into what they actually needed. And I'm just there for that, whatever they need. And I've, I've stepped into the role of their big sister, which I will say, I'm not one to toot my own horn, but toot toot. I'm good at being a big sister. <laughs> I am. And I've stepped into that role pretty well. And I think that that's why it feels just really natural, just really natural uh. and so easy. And sometimes to be fully transparent with you and your audience, Sometimes I do feel guilty. I'm like, I can't, this is so, this is just so easy for me. And it just feels so light to me. Like, how can, am I doing it right? You guys, (laughs) I mean, come on. My audience, there's many that are like me where type A, super planners think I can't change anything because then it's going to look like I don't have my game together. Like it's going to look like I don't know what I'm doing. And believe me, these are things I work through with my coach on a regular (laughs) basis, but you're giving me such a gift and hopefully my audience is feeling this as well, that it's okay to be a little bit more fluid. It's okay to just change things up and listen to your audience. And you would have never gotten to where you're at, especially when we start talking about the physical product, if you didn't listen to your audience and allow yourself a little bit of change things up and move things around kind of strategy. So yeah, a hundred percent. I, I love this and, and I'm genuinely going to take this lesson and I know my, my content team is listening and they're going to hold me to it. Like, remember when Aaron said that we could change <laughs> things up and move things around? It doesn't have to be all figured out. Like, right. what a gift. Okay. So a few more technical questions and we're getting into the physical product. Number one, how often do you open up your membership experience? About two to three times a year. Got it. Okay. So it's not always opened right. up. And um, we already talked about how much you charge for it. How many people are in it right now? Right now we're pushing 500, which is cool. Stop it. No. so good. We, we betaed that for months, you know, because, I, and, and again, in the spirit of transparency, we baited it for months longer than I wanted to because I was still in that. But what is it? Yes. (laughs) But what is this? I don't know. Like, I know we're polling them every month and this is great. And everyone was loving it and no one was leaving. And I was like, what in the world? But yeah, it was, it was a little bit longer in the beta season than I had planned because I just could not wrap my own head around what it was. You got there for sure. Yeah, I did. And what I did. platform do you use for it? Right now we use, so not everyone's on Facebook. Facebook is our main platform, but we also use Kajabi. Kajabi. Got it. Okay. And that's where your content lives and all of that. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So you've got a really engaged group of ladies loving their experience in your community. And then there's this crazy fun twist. So this is really why we brought you on the show, but then I couldn't resist talking about the membership since my audience loves that. So I want to talk about the next level. You created and launched a skincare line into your membership and your product sold out in eight 
hours. So yeah, first of all, what prompted you to do that? And have you always thought about a skincare line? And I uh, listen, I know a little bit about this story because I'm a tiny, tiny, tiny part of it. So we're going to talk about that. Um, and when I say that, I say that jokingly, like this is, but seriously, you're going to tell that story, but also like chemistry, like you're creating a product, a skincare line. We need to talk about all this. So set me up. Okay. Yeah. It's insane. It's really crazy. Yes. I have always thought about creating some sort of skincare line. And I say always, you know, since I was a teenager, I used to have really terrible skin. I would break out all the time. I can't believe that. Yeah. It was really, really bad. And so I tried everything from dermatologists to, you know, proactive and all the things and nothing ever worked. And one day I remember I was in a grocery store and I saw a stunningly beautiful Italian woman saying to someone that she put olive oil under her eyes to prevent wrinkles. And I was like, (laughs) sign me up for the, where's the olive oil aisle, mom? (laughs) And uh, so that was what first piqued my interest in using oils. So I'd always kind of thought about creating a skincare line and I'd written it on my, you know, when I write out my vision every year, I'd written it down a couple of times and the timing just never was right. My sister was kind of pressuring me. She's like, hey, whatever happened to that, you know, creating a skincare line idea? And I was like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. You know, the, yes. one of those things. You're like, it's an idea, but I don't know. Then flash forward. This is this is a while. I'm in New York with you and we're sitting there having dinner at our mastermind retreat again. And or that was the same one, actually. And you said, hey, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Um, you know, well, I avoided the question because I'm from the music industry and we, we were trained, we've been trained our whole life. Don't tell people your age. (laughs) And so I was playing coy and giving you all the workarounds. And finally you go, why are you, you go, why are you being weird? Just tell me. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I go, I'm 38 and I was 38 at the time, 38, 39 now. And you go, stop it right now. Seriously. Okay. This is where I interject. So she tells me her age. And so if you're 39, I'm 43. So I'm a little bit older than you. And I'm thinking she's telling me she's in her twenties. And so I'm looking at her skin and her style and the way she holds herself. And so I'm thinking, okay, so this girl's in her twenties and I'm trying to like make it all make sense. And she tells me 38. I'm like, just shut up. Guys, I would have never guessed it. And it was mainly because of your skin. So then I'm like, what do you do? How do you have that skin? And I said, I don't know, Jesus. Yeah, she did, you guys. And I'm like, just get out of my face. Like, you're not going to give me a plan. You don't have a skincare plan for me. She's like, yeah, it's Jesus. So that's where the conversation went. (laughs) Yeah. And so I went back to my hotel room after that. And that was... I didn't tell you this at the time. That was probably the fifth or sixth time in the past two weeks that someone had stopped me and asked me about my skin. Not surprised. Yeah. And so I went back to my hotel room that night and I was looking, you know, I'm getting ready for bed and I'm, I'm washing my face and I'm, I'm doing my thing and I'm like looking around and I'm realizing that I don't have lotions or anything on the, on the countertop. I just have these different oils. And so I was like, huh, well, I wonder if that Italian lady was right all those years ago. <laughs> so I messaged my team and I'm like, hey, do you guys do you guys use oils on your skin? And they're like, what? What? No, we need this immediately. What do you mean? And I was like, okay, let's have a meeting tomorrow. <laughs> so I had a meeting and I was like, are you guys being actually serious? Like you don't use any oils on your skin. Like you don't lather it up like a leather loafer. And they're like, <laughs> no, we don't. And I'm like, oh my God, I actually think that this is what 
I want to do. And so I will say that my hesitation throughout the years over creating a skincare line was not only just not the right time, but I never wanted to create something just because it was cool or based on trends or like, look guys, I created a skincare line, you know, and it's got blue algae and, you know, vampire facials and all these weird things in it. I, I always had a problem with, um, celebrities creating skincare lines that weren't what they actually use. It was like cutting edge science. Well, you weren't using that to get to where you are. What were you actually using? So I wanted to create what I was actually using. And truth be told, the reason why I had so many different oils was because I never found the one that did everything I wanted it to. Um, And so some would get musty and some would just make me break out over time and some would smell weird and some would be gritty and some would be greasy and you couldn't put your makeup on over it. And so then I was like, okay, I think I can do this. If I can actually create an oil-based skincare line that I want to bathe in daily myself, mm-hmm. then we then we will launch that. And that is what we did. Okay. So I need to tell you guys that I have the products and love them. Now, every time I use... Okay. What's the first one that I use that I actually use to take off my makeup? Pre-cleanse. Okay. The pre-cleanse. Yeah. And it's... Uh, what kind of oil is it? It's a grapeseed. That's what it is. It's a grapeseed oil. And I use it. And every time I'm like, this is wrong. This feels weird. I'm putting all this oil on my face, but it really does work. It's really good. And then she's got other stuff that follow that. But that was the, that's the first thing I do that it just is so weird, but so good. Okay. Yeah. So, but you're not a chemist. Like, how did you put together a, a product like that? I mean, it took some doing. I'm not going to lie to you. I like, I, 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 I cussed a lot. I punched a lot of pillows. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a lot. You know, we finding a really great manufacturer that's honest, that does what you're asking them to do is really challenging. You'd be surprised and shocked at how many manufacturing companies will say that they are certified organic and they're not. Really? Um, yeah. And luckily, I have someone on my team, one of the girls on my team, who um, I have to give her credit for the beautiful packaging because that was her baby. Like, you so know, cool. It's it's the coolest packaging it ever. Is. Yeah, it really is. But she is so detail oriented. Every tiny, tiny little details, and she would go back to them, and she's like, "Can I actually see your certifications?" You know, <laughs> which most people don't ask for, but she did. It, it's very challenging to find a manufacturer that does what you want. In addition, I tested. I just, I mean, so many different oils; it's ridiculous. And I actually thought we'd never get it. I thought maybe it doesn't exist. Maybe oh. an oil that you that help that you can p- apply makeup over the top of beautifully, and it almost acts like a primer, isn't a thing. But it is. Oh, you know, it is. It is. We just had to keep going. And, you know, when you think back, I know a lot of people think oil, that's so weird. Like you said, it feels so wrong, but yeah. it, it works so right. Yes. <laughs> you know, whenever I was growing up and I had really oily skin, I would complain about my oily skin and people would say, oh, but you're never going to get wrinkles. So now that I know what I know about oil, I'm like, you know, every woman should be just lathering their face up in oil because it's so true. Think about a leather couch when it gets scuffed. What do you put on it? Oil. Exactly. You know, such a great point. And our body makes oil. And so it's readily absorbed and our body knows what to do with it. There's nothing, there's no kind of barrier that's going to prevent it from being absorbed into your skin. And so, yeah, truly great. Okay. It's a fantastic product just for the record. Fantastic. Okay. So when you started thinking about, I'm going to create this physical product, where did your members 
come into play? Like, you know, or I actually don't know, you launched it to your members, but were they mm-hmm. part of the making of the product? Like, tell me where that came about. Yes. So I want, I went to them as soon as my team and I were like, okay, we're going to do this. I was like, hold on, hold on. Let me go to my She's a Rock Chick community and ask them if this is actually something they would be into because this community was a community that I created to really help me to give them what they wanted. And if they don't want this, maybe it's still not the right timing. And partially that, that part of me was like, who the hell am I to create a skincare line? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what business do I have doing this? But I went to them and it was like, oh my God, when can we get it? Can we get it right now? And I was like, okay, okay, fine. So yeah. So I made them a part of the process from the get, I would show them samples and sketches of our packaging before it was even in my hands, asking their opinions. I would get their feedback on labels and what they liked and what they didn't like and on naming things on what they liked and what they didn't like. So, so it was just as much their baby as it was mine. Okay. And that is the ticket right there. The more we can include our students, our members, our community in the creation of something, they feel as though they are part of it when you sell it. So there's no surprise that that sold out instantly like it did. Just for the record, the first batch of product, did did you just go to your members? Were they the only ones that could get it? Well, so the plan was we would take it to our membership and then whatever was left, you know, after like a week or two, we would allow, you know, PR, the rest of our list to have access to, but there was nothing left. <laughs> okay. This is a quality problem. So yeah. you went and you launched again. So did yeah. you change anything from the first product to the second time you launched it? And did you launch it differently the second time? Cause it sold out in less than 48 hours the second time. Right. No, the second time we did it the same way. We were like, okay, well, let me back up a little bit and say that we did not anticipate that the first batch was going to sell out. And I, as the creator of skin, I personally still to this day, hand test personally, every batch before it ever goes out, it goes on my skin first. And so there was a little bit of a time lapse (laughs) because we were like, we did not anticipate it selling out like that. And so it took us longer, you know, to get our second batch in. And then we did it the same way. We launched it into the membership and then what was left, we gave access to, you know, everyone else. And that time it sold out in 48 hours. Okay. So, so good. Okay. I have a lot to share and in terms of what I've learned in this episode, and I'll do that in the closing. But what I want to say to you, Aaron, is I love the fact that you listen to your audience. I actually truly love the fact that you're not so much of a planner, but you do kind of take a pulse and you go with your gut and you move toward what you think is right. But also one thing that's unique about Erin that it's fine not to be a planner. Obviously she's showing that it can work, but she's also a doer. She's an action taker. She's a girl of her word. And so when you say you're going to do something, Erin, you do it. You might not have it all figured out, but you do it and you make it happen. So that's something very special about you and I've seen it and I love, love, love hearing your story. I love hearing your story of the membership. I love the physical product. I use it. I think it is 
fantastic. And I just couldn't be more excited. If you guys got to sit next to Erin and you see her skin, you would use her product in a hot minute, just for the record. (laughs) So I know a a few things. I want to ask, you know, what's next for you? And I want you to kind of tell me where's this product going, anything new that you've got going on. And I want people to be able to find you. They're also going to ask how they can get their hands on your product, your skincare products. So Talk to me about all the things. What's next for you and how can people find you? Oh gosh. Well, thank you so much. I I love that you love it. It makes my life I that do. people actually love it. And I was gonna say that like the testimonials and the feedback from skin has been absolutely mind-blowing and it's opening up doors for us that we never we never thought were going to happen. So um hopefully you know, on the radar at some point, not this year, but some point we want skin to be sold in Sephora or Ulta or something like that. That's obviously on the radar for, I think anyone who creates a physical, yeah, skincare line or cosmetics line or something like that. Also on the radar is a clothing line. Um, that is, I, I know I'm very excited. I have sketches and, um, have fabric samples and that is, that's, a real process, <laughs> you know? Yes. Um, so, so that's a couple of years down the road, but that's something that my community has been asking for, for a long, long, long time. So that's definitely on the radar, but my main focus right now is just, just really creating a voice and awareness about skin and also my She's a Rock Chick community, just being there for them and watching them grow and evolve their babies. You know, skin is just five months old right now. Uh. It's just five five months old right now. And it's went international in its first eight hours, which is insane. Um, and it's been in the hands of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of women, which is the coolest thing. And just having a community that supports these things and these ideas, to be honest with you, she's a rock chick feels like family to me at this point. So, um, it's been a really, really cool year as far as where you can. Yeah. It's been a really cool year. As far as where you can get skin, you can go to fitrockerchickskin.com and check it out there. Fitrockerchickskin.com. And yeah. I will link to the all the things in the show notes, guys. You'll get a lot of different uh, links in there so you could check things out. amyporterfield.com forward slash 287 to be exact. Erin, I love being your friend. I love learning about what you're doing. I love watching you just grow and do cool things. And I didn't even know about the clothing line. That makes perfect sense. When you guys see her style, you'll say, how does this girl not have a fashion line already? So I can't wait till my community gets to know you even more. How can they find you on social? What are you on Instagram? My Instagram is at fitrockerchick, same on Facebook, and that's my website URL as well, fitrockerchick.com. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here. It is always so fun to chat. Thank you so much. This has been so fun and like truly, truly, truly an honor for me to be on your show. And thank you so much for sparking or giving me the momentum rather (laughs) (laughs) and the pressure because it's been really amazing. So thank Uh, you for that. I'm so, I so love that story so very much. Can't wait to talk to you again soon. Bye for now. So there you have it. I hope you love this chat with Erin. Isn't she just the coolest girl? I love her so much. Make sure to follow her on Instagram. It's a treat. Believe me, you're going to be fully entertained. And when she talks about her beverage barriers, it's my favorite. Okay. So 
Here's the two things I want you to take away. Number one, did you really pay attention when Erin was talking about asking her community what they wanted and really listening to them? And she actively takes polls. She takes suggestions. She acts on what they are suggesting. That's one thing that I think we need to be careful of. If we're going to ask our community what they want and what they need, we need to act on that so that they see we're listening and we're doing something about it. So the next time we ask, they're thinking, well, she's really paying attention because I noticed a change in this or that, or I noticed she did that special Facebook Live based on our request. So I'm going to give her more feedback. You'll get more feedback when you really listen to your audience and you take what they suggest and you create something out of it. So we've got to get into motion, into action once we get their feedback. And I think Aaron's really good at that. Second, The biggest lesson I'm taking away from this, and maybe some of you needed to hear this as well, is that we don't have to have it all figured out. I know that I'm super organized, streamlined, I'm a planner, and that's my identity. I find a lot of pride in that. However, it doesn't always serve me. Sometimes our biggest strengths don't always serve us when we're still learning and we need to experiment and try new things. And I am learning when it comes to my membership experience. I need to try new things. So my biggest strength being planned out and organized and ready to go could hold me back just a bit. So today was a little bit of an eye-opener, like, all right, Amy, loosen up a little bit. Let it be a little bit more flexible and fluid because we don't know if we have it right just yet. When something's new, guys, when you're creating something new, you're not sure if this is the exact way to do it. So you keep moving forward, you make the decisions, you get it out there, but allow yourself not to have all the answers. I really do think Aaron's on to something. Okay. So there you have it. Again, I hope you love this chat. I know I definitely did. Go check out all things Aaron and Fit Rocker Chick. And in the meantime, have you subscribed to this podcast? If not, you need to take just two seconds. That's all it takes. Click the subscribe button where you listen to this podcast on iTunes or Spotify or wherever that might be so that you will be notified the next time I go live. Because you know I do drop bonus episodes, right? That I do not email about. I don't talk about on social. So to make sure you don't miss an episode, make sure you hit subscribe. All right, guys, I cannot wait to see you here. Same time, same place next week. Bye for now.